0: Hello and welcome to a Monday Musings episode of Let's Explore. My name is Lane McCall, and I was thinking right before I hit record, I was thinking about uh, a podcast that I like to listen to by Rob Bell. If you haven't heard Rob Bell's podcast, it's called The Robcast. It's, it's very good, and uh, he has guests on, but sometimes he'll just kind of Go along different lines of subjects and topics for an hour or so, and um, I like his perspective on a lot of things. Um, He's uh, he he always sounds like he's in a good mood, and I appreciate that. But the reason I say that is because I really like how he opens up his podcasts. He says, "Hello, friends," and that phrase to me, I love it every time he says. Because I feel that way about people that I don't know. Uh, people that are, you know, sort of open to exploring things spiritually in any kind of way. I just feel like we're friends. I feel, I feel like we know each other on some level, even though we probably don't. Someone came up to me this morning, and I'm sure she's listening to this right now. But uh, she said, she said, "Hi, Lane," and it was at church, and and uh, she goes to the same church that I go to and listens to the podcast. And she said, hi, she said, I'm sorry, I feel like I know you because I, I listen to the podcasts. And um, I, the funny thing is, I know exactly what uh, she's talking about, because she's listened to all the podcast sessions, and she listens to the conversations we have. And, And when you spend time listening to someone, you feel like you know part of them. And I know that firsthand because I've been a uh, video editor and producer for many years. And um, at one point in, um, in my journey down that path, I was editing a lot of interviews. It was testimonies of people that had gone through different things, and I'd I'd edit their whole interview that might have taken, you know, 20 minutes, and then I edited down to about seven, so I'm going over and over and over the things they said, and then I'd see them around either in church or wherever, and um I would feel like I knew them. And sometimes I'd come up to them with a big smile on my face and say, hi, nice to see you. And they kind of look at me a little sideways like, do I know you? Because I felt like I knew them. And that leads me right into the the topic for this week's Monday Musings, which is presence. When you're in someone's presence, uh, that does a lot. Like you really can feel like you know them. And um, what's interesting is the idea of God's presence. Um, I've heard a few different things over the past couple weeks, which have, one of them made me a little, um, not angry, but kind of like, ah, God, did you really have to say that? Someone put this thing on Facebook that said, uh, when you sin... You leave, uh, you walk away from God's presence or God's presence leaves you or something like that. And then I put in the comments, I put, and I don't usually get into these things on on Facebook, but I just put, how can you be, uh, how can God not be present with you if God is omnipresent? And then they clarified, they said, no, his tangible presence. And I'm thinking, well, tan- you walk away from God's tangible presence. God's presence, whether tangible, not, how many goosebumps do you need, 50, 100, 150? There's no real degrees of God's presence. We might feel different degrees, but God is simply present. You, God is with you and you are in God. That, see, the thing about presence that interests me is that when we become aware of the presence of God, we become aware of God's closeness in our life. With that, actually brings everything that God is. The presence of a person is the presence of every part of that person. You ever be, you ever be in a conversation with someone, and um, you're in a group in a crowd, and then you're you're having a conversation with someone, and they get distracted. It, it, you're mid sentence, and then they look over to their left or to their right because someone laughs or says something or says their name or whatever, and you you feel this awkward sort of uh, like, should I keep talking? Do I pause? Are they coming back to the sentence? It's such an awkward moment. Um, and you kind of have to feel your way through it. But when their presence diverts from you, it changes the whole atmosphere, it changes the the whole environment, and your conversation has to shift from where it was to a brand new place and uh, that's just because their presence left you. Like They're physically there, but their focus, their attention, their presence has gone away from you, and you feel the difference. Being present in someone's life is so huge. Kids especially really, really put a demand on our presence. Um, I have two, even at this age. My daughter's 12, and Dad, do you want to see the slime I just made? Look at the colors. Look at the you know, they're always wanting to show you things. They want your attention, they want your focus, they want your presence. And just the fact of you being present and paying attention. I think ministers to a person, uh, and I don't say the word minister in a Christian kind of way. I just mean it serves a person in a way that um, nothing else can. You can teach a really good lesson. You can set a good example. But the biggest thing that people seem to respond to is a consistent presence in their life. You know, that goes the same uh, in our jobs, um, in our careers, what we do. You might not be the best at what you do. There might be people that can do the thing you do better or the things you do better from a skill standpoint. But there's so much to be said for showing up, being there, putting your heart into something, um, and just forgetting about what you don't know in a sense of, I'm going to give it my heart. I'm going to put my presence into this. I'm going to I'm going to set my focus into what I'm doing. When you do that, you become a blessing to other people. That's what I teach my kids. I tell them, when, if you don't like doing the math, it doesn't matter. Just put your heart into it. Be there. Be present. Put your best foot forward, so to speak, and uh, see what happens. See, God's presence is like that in our life. God, it's not only that he's f- sort of tangibly here, or physically here, and some would say God's not physically here. Well, I would beg to differ. I I think God fills everything. I think God is omnipresent. Uh, Actually, the Bible says that all things were created by Him and through Him, and it actually says He's holding everything together by the word of His power. It's like God has just intertwined Himself with all this stuff, that we see. And if we'll see from that perspective, things begin to change. When I was seven, I thought that God was really far away, in a heaven really far. I remember standing in my backyard. I lived in northern Maine, and I could look up at the stars, and I could see countless stars. It's not like where I live now in Houston. You look up and you see, you know, you see some stars. But man, in the, in the northeast where I come from, In that land, uh, it's nature, and there's no big city lights to drown out those stars. And I could see a big sky, a big uh, galaxy, what looked to me like a big universe, and I would stand and imagine that God was far away somewhere in some heaven, um, not present. But at the same time, I had this inner sense of, I would call it fear, but it was like... um, kind of like the unknown. It was like I didn't know what was out there, so what else is left but fear? I didn't have a an embracing love or a warming peace um not knowing the nature of God or how close God was or wasn't. So that really shifted my my life from a young child on. I you know it makes a big difference having a conscious awareness of the presence of God in your life. Now, God is always present. God is in you, and you're in God. You can't get more present. There is no separation between you and God, and me and God. But the awareness of that, just calming yourself for a few moments, and I think that's what I'm going to focus on this week, and maybe you'll do that with me. But this week— I'm going to focus on spending time I like to do in the morning and just throughout the day. I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to remind me to be aware of the presence of God in my life. Because I find that when I'm aware of God's presence, it's almost like a place that you go to on the inside and then you can live out your day in that peace. And then sometimes we get distracted and We can just be gently reminded to come back to the awareness of that presence. But I find when I live in the awareness of that presence that I become more present in other people's lives in a very easy sort of way. It creates some sort of confidence that I am walking with someone and in someone that is beyond me. It creates an ease and a peace. It creates a, an ability to go forward in whether or not I know in my mind what I'm uh, able to accomplish. I still have a sense that I'm able to accomplish the things he's put in me to do. and I, I might not know how that's going to work out, but just the fact being aware of his presence Illuminates my day in a way that um, nothing else really can that I've ever encountered. There's a real thing to being reliant upon someone other than yourself. I wholeheartedly believe that is how we were designed. We never get to a point where we grow up to a state of saying, well, I don't need God. I've got this all together. I'm, I'm God-like. I'm doing this for God or on behalf of God. Or I. That's really what happened way back in the garden when you read the story of Adam and Eve, and the whole temptation was to do something to be like God without God. They weren't doing it at the Word of God. Uh, meaning at the direction of God. He had said, don't eat from that tree, and they said, no, we're good. We're going to eat from this tree to be like God. They get tricked in the whole deal. Now, that reminds me of of another story in um, when, G- when uh, Peter, Simon Peter's fishing, and uh, it says, the Bible says he toiled all night, didn't catch a thing, and then Jesus is on the shore, and he says, cast the net on the right side of the boat. And they say, "Well, you know, we've never we haven't caught anything all night, but nevertheless at your word, you know, they heard something in is where they heard some sort of bit of confidence that if we listen to this might as well, might as well try this out. Let's see what happens here." Of course, then they caught a net full of fish. It was so big they couldn't even haul it all in. So, there is a difference between just doing things and then doing things at the direction of the inspiration of God of the word of God no matter how that can come to you it can come through to the mouth of a person it can come to you through the mouth of a person excuse me that that um, that ignites something on the inside of you and it could be god quote speaking to you it could come from inner inspiration regardless I do believe that when you're walking with an awareness of that presence, of the, the presence of God, which is, frankly, the only reality that we have, it is a complete false reality to think that you're not in the presence of God, no matter who you are. You are in the presence of this love, whatever name you want to call him. doesn't matter to me. God is love, and you're in the presence of this love. And that's great. That's good news. And uh, you can choose to disagree all you want, if you like. That's completely fine. It's it's your choice. But I wholeheartedly believe in the reality of love. And there are so many things in life, and in the universe, and in uh, in in relationship that testify to the fact that love and other centered love is truth. So. That's a journey that I've enjoyed going down. But all that back to say that when you do something at the inspiration of this love, of this word, of this presence, that's where effortless results come. I mean, how long would it take those guys to fish and, and get a, a catch that was so big that the nets couldn't even hold it? I mean, you if you were having a good night fishing, you, I mean, you ever watch that show, The Deadliest Catch? I've seen a few episodes, but uh, I know they don't just, you know, haul, you know, big net after big net in, and I mean, you might have to throw the net in a dozen times to get the amount that they did in in just one time, but they were in the presence of someone who was in the presence of God, Jesus. Jesus. And so they benefited from that because there is this thing to God's will. There is this this idea of complete and total abundance and provision and never putting forth effort that doesn't produce positive results because the whole concept of the expression of God is creating life, creating life, joy, creating things that inspire love and goodness, and doing it from a place of rest and peace, that it's not all on your shoulders to perform it, that you don't have to qualify for this presence. You don't have to earn it. You don't have to jump through hoops to do it. You don't have have to have lived a, quote, righteous life to be able to be in the presence of God. When you sin, you do not leave the presence of God. You can simply put yourself in a state of darkening your understanding. And what's the remedy? The remedy is wake up to the reality that you never left the presence of God and He never left you. It's just a state of confusion, which requires just opening your eyes. It doesn't require a big slap on the behind and a big major overhaul of your life system. Now, the the way to live a victorious, God-centered life is to simplify. Well, this is what I've found to date. Simplify, slow it down, focus on the reality that God is with you and you are with God, and nothing is going to change that. And this is the God that made everything that exists, and he made it for his own pleasure, for his own purpose. That means everything in the universe is designed, designed inherently to line up with the will of this loving God who is in you and through you and simply is helping you and me to wake up to the reality that this life, this presence, this love is for us. And we have an opportunity to live in this presence. That's the challenge this week for me. Being aware of the presence of God, resetting myself in the mornings, in the afternoons, in the evenings, anytime that I realize that I've gotten away from the conscious awareness of the presence of this God who is with you right now. Father, I pray right now that you would illuminate the hearts and the minds of every single person listening to be easily aware, effortlessly aware of your embracing love and presence. You might be going through a difficult situation, a hard time. We all go through those sorts of times but the love and the presence of god will carry you through will walk you right through so i invite you on this journey with me this week look out for a new episode on thursday god bless you we love you and we're friends and hey i might start opening up the podcast with hello friends just as and i'll call it an homage to rob bell and uh Yeah, hopefully no one minds, because you're all my friends. Love you. Talk to you soon.